Yeah, we're good. Right, I'm ready when you are. Welcome back to the Sober Black Girls Club podcast with your hosts, Jay Nicole and Katie. Katie, we are back in the building. What's up? Nothing. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm laughing. Well, you know why I'm laughing, but I'm not going to share on air. But anyways, how are you doing? Did you break the news with folks? Yes, I, well, I'm, I'm breaking it now. If you don't follow me on social media, then you don't may not know. But if you do follow me on social media, then you already know. I am a mother officially. And <laughs> is one years old. I mean, one month. No, she's not. All right, say that again. She's one month. She's one month now, and it just flew by. And yeah, we're excited. We're feeling good about it, and just ready to keep going. I will say, I know we're gonna definitely like segment into the conversation about making amends with ourselves. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. And it just like thought about, it, I guess it kind of goes into this. So we could just jump into it, I guess, is now like seeing her and being with her. I'm super grateful for my sobriety, just like way more. Just it's because it takes a lot emotionally. To, to be a parent and I think like just being able to stay even and like stay within my own mindset and just like who I am and not letting alcohol or substances like play a role in that is major because for all the parents out there man it's, it's 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 it takes a lot and so just being like yo I really made that decision to stop drinking and not knowing like how important that decision was going to be down the road like I only made the decision for myself when I became sober, I never made that decision for anybody else. Like, oh, let me get sober for my mom or let me get sober for my dad. Like it was just for myself, not knowing that down the line, it would be like, dang, like I actually got sober for my unborn children or for like for the, for the daughter that I would have one day. And I'm not trying to get emotional, but I was like, man, that's crazy that. Get emotional. These- get emotional. Get emotional. <laughs> that you could make these choices and how important being able to do that and stick to your sobriety. And if you fall off, get back on and do all of that stuff because it, it could be for a bigger reason down the road. So I just wanted to say that because it just, yeah, I don't know. That's where I was. <laughs> what are the top three feelings you've been feeling for the past month? I believe your baby's like a month old. What are the top three feelings? Mm-hmm. You can I, would, I would it. definitely, I would say disbelief for one. Like, <laughs> it, it, it just hasn't really, it's weird. It like hasn't fully sank in. Like I came home the other day, I think I shared this online and I saw the stroller and I was like, bro, is this my house? Like, what is this <laughs> stroller doing here? Like it's such a foreign object. So I would say disbelief, absolutely gratitude, just being very, very grateful to be in this position, to to be a parent, to learn this experience, to love someone in this different way. And I think the other part will be tired, (laughs) (laughs) extremely, extremely tired. I mean, it's just so unpredictable up and down, but yeah, I would definitely say disbelief because I'm still kind of in shock. Super, super grateful because I'm very, very grateful and thankful for the opportunity and then really tired because it's just a fact. (laughs) It's no way around. Disbelief is so real. Like, I just feel like when, especially when it's your first child, like I'm responsible for a whole human being like holy nobody's God. coming to pick her up right it's just like <laughs> dang like this is one us one night it was like 11 and i was like man it's so many hours between now and the morning and i am so tired and i just don't know i was about to cry i was like yo this is crazy 
But anyway, so so getting into the conversation about making amends with with ourselves, like what's your thoughts on that? Your experience? Um. Okay. So I feel like when we get into recovery, yeah, basically recovery. Um, even if you're not in a recovery program or doing like your own recovery program, basically the difference between sobriety and recovery to me is sobriety just abstaining from uh, substances, but recovery you're healing yourself it can be from past trauma it can be like analyzing why have you like why you are where you are now it can be a program just exclusively about substance there's different like recovery ways to recover recovering, recovering the body recovering the mind whatever so i'm specifically talking about recovery and not just folks who just um you know i don't want to say just but who abstain from substances and then go about their merry way and you know not necessarily changing their beliefs and values and goals in life i think recovery the idea of recovery is to um help you become more aligned with your true authentic self so i'm talking about recovery now right recovery 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 anyways i feel like when we enter recovery we are so overwhelmed a lot of the times with embarrassment with shame, with guilt, that the first thing, like, and like, I actually, I'm really happy you said that. Like, you got sober for yourself. Yes, I feel like for many people, including myself, in the beginning, we're getting sober because we have hurt other people, or we have, we are getting sober with a reason that doesn't necessarily involve us. It's like really, I know for me, one of the many times that I got sober, right? As soon as I would have like a week, I would hit up my friends. Oh, I'm better now, and I like you know what I mean. I'm 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 working towards being better. I am better. I would hit my family, blah blah blah. Just really focusing on the people, not necessarily focusing on me and how did I get here and and what beliefs and practices has happened to me. Like I. Earlier, before we started recording, I was telling Jay basically telling her stuff like family drama. Oh my gosh. Child, I can't stand them. Anyways, <laughs> and it really hit me yesterday. I was telling Jay, this may be a little bit too, you know, deep, but I'm going to share. It really hit me yesterday. Um, just thinking about my life experiences. And I think that like, as I became an adult, it was so obvious, like racism or supremacy and sexism was just hitting me at all like angles and angles, right? It was just so obvious and it was leading and I could see how it was leading me to devalue myself and not see myself as great as I am. But I have also forgot a lot of my effing childhood traumas. Like, I forgot a lot of things that have happened to me in regards to, like, generally adults um, trying to disempower me because I'm a child. And I think, like, growing up, there was this attitude that just because you were a kid, you had no opinions. You had no say. You had no, like, no one cared what you were feeling. Like, no one cared. And one of the things about me, like, look, like, honestly, paying like homage to my um, childhood self, I never stood for any of that shit. Like, regardless if I got my ass kicked, if I got suspended, I have always knew when I was being mistreated, and I have always stood up for myself. I will say, as a kid, coming from again a, a pretty like you know explosive home. I may not have always reacted in the best way, um, but I have always felt and known when like I was being mistreated. And I think that like growing up, constantly being told that like, no, you're wrong, you're just sensitive, you're just emotional, or like, you know, 
my feelings and my experiences constantly being discounted and negated, um, it, it made me forget about all these traumatic things that have happened to me and that have like led me to really not appreciate also like devalue myself and led me to drink, to not see myself more than, than my partners, more than jobs, more than grades. And I had to bring myself back and just literally, and you know, I ain't going to get into it. You know, we all in a partial solar eclipse in Scorpio. Um, so it's all, it's all in, 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 in you know, it's all in the cosmos. But like, I was, had an epiphany yesterday, like, like in any way that a person could have been abused, you were that, like you've experienced that. Like in every possible way that a child could have been abused, Katie, you have experienced that. And you do not give yourself enough, enough grace, enough understanding. I don't want to say enough credit because credit for what? But enough grace, enough understanding to realize that you've been through a lot and you've been a warrior through a lot. And I, and it ties into this, I'm tying it, hopefully you can already see how it's tying into the conversation, <laughs> the topic, but I'm tying into the, in, in, in the, um, into the topic, into the conversation by saying, I should have been the first person to make amends to myself for all the times that I had, I had ignored or pushed back my like harmful memories for all the times I gaslighted myself because I was being gaslit by other people for all the times that I was focused on other people's healings in front of, instead of focusing on my healing for all the times that I failed to recognize Katie, you deserve all the love and grace and understanding and patience and compassion that you so effortlessly give other people. Like, you need to pour this into yourself. Why am I pouring this into other people? Like, you've been through a lot and you need to use this energy, whatever healing energies you have, to give it into yourself. And that's what made me, what I'm not gonna lie, actually, I came up with this, we came up with this topic before I had this epiphany, <laughs> but it's all like in the air of like, I need to be the first, per- I need to m- make amends with myself before I focus on anyone else, especially when it comes to like past harm, but I also stop there and put, um, you know, open the floor for you. No, listen, that was powerful. I know you're helping somebody right now. I don't know who it is. I know it's touching me. It's hitting me in a deep spot because it's so powerful that we just, excuse me. I mean, it's so true that we neglect that. And that because you are an adult now, it is easy to forget that. But like you just being able to express all of that and just where you were, how you are now and having that realization, because I don't think that we think to make to make amends with ourselves first. And then just also it's painful, I think, to realize and to look back at some of the things we have been through and what we have experienced, but like how they play a role. And you seem so passionate and convicted in what you're saying that I, I think that that cycle ends with you as far as what you were exposed to and what you were raised in and just like how that's that's playing a role in so much but I, it's no way that somebody listening is not feeling feeling seen like listen because I'm not I'm not great with that and like looking back sometimes I'm such a I've said that my resilience has also been a weakness so I think that like that's one of my greatest strengths the ability to cope and keep pushing but it's also a weakness because it's, it's sometimes it's, it's like so foreign for me 
to just like you said, to be like, you've been through so much. Like, that's crazy that you're even still sane and polite and kind and trust people and just so many different things like that. So being able to to have that realization is powerful. I feel like you're going to be in a better spot for it. And thank you for sharing that because that's some per- super personal in that regard with that whole, you know, thing. So and it does make sense. And it's it, you tied it all together in that in that spot. But Someone told me before that the drinking that I was doing was actually selfish. And I didn't really see it that way because I'm just like, how is this selfish? Like, this is just, again, like my own decisions and just kind of what I'm doing for my, for my own life. Who cares? But that mentality in itself is selfish. But I think sometimes being selfish now in sobriety is a positive is what I'm trying to get at that. Like, sure. The selfishness could have been very rampant in our sobriety, our addictions where it was a negative, but when you're making this pivotal moment and transitioning to where we are now and everything you talked about, it is important to be selfish and put those boundaries up, you know, make amends to yourself for allowing all the things or for not even seeing how, how much you've endured and where you are, but then setting those boundaries. It's like, I don't, I don't hate you. I just love me more when it comes to the people in your life or the certain circumstances and where we can't allow ourselves to be anymore. Yeah. Nah, I think I remember you telling this story about the whole selfish thing. And I, every time you begin this story, I'm always looking at you like, uh, but, um, but you are like, who, who's calling who's selfish about what? But, um, yeah, it was in a, it was in a meeting actually, or it was either, it was either in a meeting or, or a sponsor. It was something, it was something in that scenario though, for sure. And like an AA kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm actually, so I started writing again and actually like what are the things I'm writing, upcoming things I'm writing about, sorry, I cannot multitask, is about gaslighting in recovery, right? So I think that when people are in recovery or when people have made, the only difference between us, me and you and other people, other Americans, especially when you look at the statistics, is that we've admitted that we've had a problem and we decided to not drink anymore and do something about it, right? And I tell you how I okay, anyways, let me focus. Focus. Okay, focus on one thing. Right? So it's a form of gaslighting, right? Because and I feel like a lot of people go through this, and I and this is I'm tying it back to this conversation. I'm just trying to make it concise and actually make sense. I'm trying to get my thoughts in order. So making amends to yourself. Okay. So in, so in recovery, making amends to others is often emphasized. It's like people when pe- people who even do like the tough steps, they can't wait to get to that step. It's just like apologizing, apologizing because it's painted that like because you have a drinking problem, but really because you've admitted to your drinking problem. You are one of the worst of the world, right? You are just at the bottom of the bottom. It's, it's generally how it's painted. Like the things you've done are just so, so astronomical, astronomical, grander, right? Whatever, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I think that it's just a way to shame and guilt people into recovery, which doesn't work. But that use, I don't think it's the narrative now, especially now that I have removed myself from like traditional um, spaces, but that's really like, well, you know, you did this and that was just horrible, right? And then when you stop drinking and you have clarity, right? You have the fog dissipates and you think, and you're just like, wait, 
this person just said this to me. This person said this to me. And they weren't drinking or on drugs. They literally did all these things to me, um, drug or alcohol free. So how am I the worst of the worst? Why do I have to? And this, I should have started off with this. I do not give an, I do not give emphasis or appreciation or, or I do not care for making amends with people as much as the recovery world suggests it's important. And I think we're moving away from that, but I think traditional 12 steps, I don't know what they do now because I, I don't go to those meetings, but the way they emphasize it, I've, I do not believe in that shit at all. Right. I think that the human experience is that you make mistakes. You do, you're going drinking problem or not drug problem or not. We are a human, we are human beings living a human experience. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to hurt people. We're going to be hurt. And I'm not saying that you should not apologize when you have recognized that you were wrong. I'm saying that the notion that our whole existence needs to be put on making things right just because we have admitted to having this problem, just because we're now on in recovery is ridiculous. And honestly, to me, it is a form of like white supremacy and patriarchy. Because again, you are ignoring the self to serve someone else. Just because you made a human move by making a mistake. When I think about, again, all the things that I went through as a child, these people were not on drugs or, 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 or drinking. And they did this to a child. Why are you not putting the same emphasis on them to make amends to make amends with me? Yeah. So now I, I grew up, had this really misconstrued way of thinking and of life. I've made some mistakes in regards to maybe putting hands, fighting when things didn't go my way, or putting people down, um, or mistreating the people who like hurt me originally as a kid. But I, you don't, you know, you can't go that far, right? They, they want you to be in a presence. So focus on what you did now. Now or not. <laughs> I, I can focus on what I did now and we can talk about it, but let's backtrack. Let's, let's backtrack and see how this is a whole cycle, a whole cycle of F shit that didn't start with alcohol or drugs. It just ended here because this is the best way I knew how to cope. So. Again, I don't really care for the whole making amends thing. I'll be very honest, and maybe it's my ego, which uh, 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 she has her own mind of herself. I'm not saying, again, if you've done horrible things, you shouldn't make amends and say sorry. I'm just saying that that should not be the core of your sobriety. How are you going to win when you're not right within? Who said that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like... Come on, I, I'm sorry, and I'm I'm so sorry. And even like nowadays, when people reach out to me, who um, and again, again, and I'm not trying to justify my past actions. I'm not doing that at all. But even again, when I think about like the times that I've overreacted or maybe lashed out, just something that I'm not really proud of, it generally happened when I was drinking. But but when I was conscious, you were treating me a certain way. You were doing certain things that made me feel bad and horrible. And when I brought it up to you, you were either gaslighting me or trying to make it seem like what you were doing wasn't a big deal. Um, and then again, so then, all oh, right, whatever. We had a Halloween party. I'm drinking and, 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 you know, I have that liquid courage and I explode. All right. Yeah, I was messed up for that. But can we talk about what you did? Like, like I, I'm, just because I'm in recovery, I'm not going to ignore the you part. 
I have no problem admitting to the things that I've done because the things I admit to them, I talk about them. They can be personal deep because you cannot use it against me. I already know. I, I'm not saying everything, but I'm very self-aware. I, 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 I get it. Like when I need help, I go get help. When I have things on my mind, I call up a friend. That's not, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a cancer. Like, come on. Like I'm very aware with my feelings, maybe too aware, too in touch with my feelings. Um, and, and yeah, let's sit down and we can talk and we can, I can, you know, say sorry, blah, blah, blah. But can you own up to what the hell you did? Just because you don't have a drinking problem, does that mean that you made no mistakes? No. So. I'll end this by saying, and this by saying, like this whole realization. Honestly, once I when I got to like this realization, I don't know when it happened. I was like, I'm so sorry, but fuck making amends. I gotta worry about myself. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No one is perfect. We're all gonna make mistakes in life, drinking or not, drugs or not. What's next? Like, I'm not. No, I'm not making you a vocal in my life or my sobriety. I'm not doing that or my recovery. I'm not doing it. Anyways. Woo, what an episode back. What a breakthrough back into things. That is powerful. That is a gem that you dropped. And I think that should be a, you said you started writing again. That should be a blog post or something that just because I'm in recovery, I'm not going to ignore the you. That's what you said, period. And that's a fact because people will definitely use that against you and neglect the fact that what was, and, and I don't even want to say excuse because it's being in under the influence or abusing is not an excuse for behavior. Let's be clear on that. But if I did this under the influence and you did this alcohol free, drug free, <laughs> and it's like you, you, where was you coming? What was going on? So I think we definitely need to make sure that we hold people accountable. And if you do feel that making amends is important, Make sure you make amends with yourself and make sure that you're holding yeah. other people accountable as well because it was maybe not just you. Some scenarios, listen, some of us was, was pretty bugged out. Now, I, I'm not going <laughs> to vouch for everybody. Some of y'all probably was completely walling on people. But <laughs> for those of us that was giving and taking and all of that, find that balance and make sure that if you are having an importance on amends, you make it with yourself as well and not just letting people gaslight you and put it all on you. I don't have much more to say about it. What do you think? All right, last thing I would say. And also, I feel like making amends with yourself helps you build better relationships. Because, I, again, in the beginning of my sobriety, I was just so quick to be like, sorry, 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 sorry. What the hell am I going to apologize for? What made me do what I did? Like, you know what I mean? What was my thought process? Drinking aside, what was I feeling? What brought up these feelings? Like, you know what I mean? So when you sit down with yourself and you give grace to yourself and you be like, hey, like, this is the things that you've always seen. This is how you thought life was, you know? And you're now realizing this is not how relationships should be. This is not how you should move through the world. Then when you form new relationships or even reestablish like old existing relationships, you truly know how to move better. You're not just acting. You're not just playing a role of this person in recovery who needs to have everything together, who needs to be perfect, who needs to be different, who needs to be like, you need to see change ASAP. No. That's not how recovery works. That's not even how real life works, right? So I feel like even like making amends with yourself, talking with yourself, understanding, you know, the things you used to believe, the things you used to, understanding why you did the things that you used to do. It's not only benefits yourself, but it also benefits people who who do want to make amends with, who do care about making amends um, with. And also it's going to help you 
create new relationships. So, ah, yeah, this was an episode back. Um, that was a that was a this drone's fire. It's fire. Yeah. I hope you guys have been waiting and you missed it. And if you didn't miss it because you didn't know we were going and it's your first time listening to us, <laughs> come back next time. Too. Oh, I have another announcement. So I have announcement. Okay. I should have said this in the beginning of the podcast, but I totally forgot. All right, so our Founders Day is coming up November 9th, 2022. So from November 1st to November 9th, we're going to be doing a fundraiser for the Backless Club Day of Giving. Or should I say Days of Giving? Okay, yeah, change that. Not Day of Giving. Days of Giving from November 1st to November 9th. Um, Yeah, we're going to just be posting, collecting. We're going to have all that information out, but... um, just you know have a coin or two in your uh, in your piggy bank <laughs> for the week of november 1st to november 9th we are going to be fundraising anything everything will be appreciated all the information is going to be available online social media but also make sure you're on our listserv you can be on our listserv by going to our website www.sobacusclub.com fill out the join the club form and then you'll get more like i'm gonna you know write a, a, a cute little piece to commemorate 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 whatever the hell the word is what's the word commemorate commemorate <laughs> our founders day so yeah that's it all right guys thanks Listen, that's dope. And if you listen to this episode sometime in the future, well past this event, you can definitely still sow a seed into the mission over at Silver Black Girls Club. Uh, Yeah. Till next time, guys. Peace. Bye.